0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Ernest Lewis, podcast editor for The Straits Times, and you're listening to the audio highlights of Budget 2023, as delivered by Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Lawrence Wong on February 14. He announced more support measures and payouts to help households, workers and businesses deal with inflation. DPM Wong loosened the government's purse strings in a $123.7 billion proposal. That's about 18.2% of Singapore's GDP. One of the key announcements was that of more help for prioritised first-timers to secure public housing bill-to-order or BTO flats. As DPM Wong explains,
1: We will do more to support the housing aspirations of young Singaporeans. HDB already sets aside the bulk of its BTO flat supply for first-timer families who are given priority for their flat applications. But the first-timer category today covers a wide range of applicants. For example, those who already have their own homes today, but have not received housing subsidies before, are also considered first-timers. Given this wide range of first-timer applicants and the current tightness in BTO supply, we should identify and provide more support to specific groups. We will therefore focus on first-timer families with children, as well as young married couples aged 40 years and below who are buying their first home. We will do more to help such families secure their BTO flats in a timely manner including by giving them an additional ballot for their BTO flat applications. This will be implemented later this year, and more details will be provided by the Minister for National Development at the COS. I will also provide more support for first-timer families to purchase resale flats. I will increase the CPF Housing Grant by $30,000 for eligible first-timer families purchasing four-room or smaller resale flats, and by 10,000 dollars for those purchasing five-room or larger flats. Eligible first-timer families purchasing resale flats will qualify for this increased CPF housing grant with immediate effect. The additional grant amount will be credited into their CPF account from April this year onwards. Together with the enhanced CPF housing grant and the proximity housing grant, eligible families can receive up to $190,000 in grants when buying a resale flat.
0: The baby bonus cash gift will be increased by $3,000 for all eligible Singaporean children born on February 14, 2023 and after. This one-off baby support grant of $3,000 will also be extended to children born from October 1, 2022 to February 13, 2023. As DPM Wong explains,
1: I will increase the baby bonus cash gift by $3,000 for all eligible Singaporean children born from today onwards. Eligible first and second born children will receive $11,000 instead of $8,000 and for the third child onwards, the baby bonus cash gift will be increased from $10,000 to $13,000. Currently, the baby bonus cash gift is disbursed in five installments over the child's first 18 months to help defray child raising costs during infancy. I will restructure the disbursements so that they are paid out over a longer period. So eligible parents can, receive, can expect up to $9,000 in payouts in the first 18 months of a child's life, as well as $400 every six months, starting from when the child is two until the child turns six and a half years old. So in this way, parents can receive continuous support all the way until their child enters primary school. For eligible Singaporean children born from today, I will also increase the government contributions to the Child Development Account or CDA, which their parents can use to directly offset preschool and healthcare expenses. I will increase the First Step grant from $3,000 to $5,000. This is automatically credited into the CDA and parents can immediately benefit from it once they open the account. I will also increase the government co-matching cap for the CDA. Today, the government co-matches every dollar that parents save in the CDA, up to a cap of $3,000 and $6,000 for the couple's first and second child, respectively. I will increase these co-matching caps by $1,000 each to $4,000 for the first child and $7,000 for the second child. To cater sufficient time for the required legislative system and system changes, the actual enhancements to the baby bonus cash gift, CDA first step grant, and CDA co-matching caps will be made available from early next year. The disbursements, uh, enhancements will be made available from early next year. We will notify parents when they can make the additional deposits into their child's CDA to enjoy the enhanced government co-matching. The changes I've just described apply, as I mentioned, to eligible Singaporean children born from today. Some may ask, how about those born earlier? In fact, at the height of the pandemic, the government had provided A one-off baby support grant of $3,000. This was for children born from 1st October 2020 to 30th September 2022. So to ensure that we do not miss out on some new parents, I will extend this grant to babies born from 1st October 2022 to 13 February 2023. (laughs) (laughs) So to all young married couples, whether you already have a newborn or you are expecting a baby or you plan to have a baby, we have something to help you in your parenthood journey.
0: Singaporeans are to get $300 to $650 more under the assurance package, which will now cost $9.6 billion up from $6.6 billion. Payouts will come in the form of a new cost of living special payment. As DPM Wong explains,
1: On top of the GSDV, we have the Assurance Package, or the AP, to cushion the impact of the GSD rate increase on Singaporeans. In November last year, I announced that I would review and update the package to account for higher inflation. We have completed the review and will make the following enhancements in this budget. I will increase the AP cash by between $300 and $650 for eligible Singaporeans over the remaining years of the assurance package. This will bring the total AP cash payments received by adult Singaporeans to between $700 and $2,250 over five years. I will increase the CDC vouchers by $100 in 2024 so all Singaporean households can look forward to another $300 of CDC vouchers in January next year. These enhancements to the assurance package will enable us to maintain the commitments we had set out earlier, which is to offset additional GSD expenses for at least five years for the majority of Singaporean households and for about 10 years for the lower-income households. But I recognize that many Singaporeans are still concerned about the immediate cost of living issues. I will therefore introduce additional one-off support measures this year under the Assurance Package. I will provide a cost-of-living special payment of between $200 and $400 for each eligible adult Singaporean. I will provide additional support for seniors and extend a cost-of-living seniors bonus of between $200 and $300 for eligible Singaporeans aged 55 and above. I will also double the USAFE rebates provided to households over the next three tranches of disbursements this year. And in total, eligible households can receive up to $760 in USAFE rebates this year. For households with children, I will provide each child aged six and below a top-up of $400 to their child development account and each older child a top-up of $300 to their EduSafe account or post-secondary education account. These enhancements to the assurance package, the one-off enhance, all the enhancements I mentioned just now, both the one-off and the earlier ones, will cost $3 billion. So the total amount of the package will increase from $6.6 billion to $9.6 billion.
0: Another key highlight was about addressing the retirement needs of Singaporeans as the population ages. The CPF monthly salary ceiling will be increased from $6,000 to $8,000 in 2026 to keep pace with rising salaries. As DPM Wong explains,
1: As our population ages, we will also have to address the retirement needs of Singaporeans. Uh, We have enhanced the CPF system over the years, such as through workfare and extra interest on lower CPF balances. We will also make some CPF adjustments for older workers in line with the recommendations of the tripartite workgroup on older workers. We implemented the first increase in CPF contribution rates for senior workers in 2022 and the second increase earlier this year. For these two increases, the government had provided employers with a CPF transition offset to alleviate the increase in business costs. We will continue with the next increase in CPF contribution rates in 2024 and likewise provide employers with a similar offset. In addition, I will increase the minimum CPF monthly payout for seniors on the retirement sum scheme to $350 a month. I will also help middle-income Singaporeans save more for their retirement by raising the CPF monthly salary ceiling. The CPF salary ceilings were last raised in 2016. To keep pace with rising salaries, we will raise the monthly salary ceiling from $6,000 to $8,000 in 2026. We will phase in the increases over four years, starting from this year, to allow employers and employees adjust to the changes.
0: In a post on his Facebook page, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong said DPM Lawrence Wong's budget speech sets out how Singapore will be moving forward in a new era. More detailed stories and graphics on the full announcements on Singapore's Budget 2023 can be found on our website at straitstimes.com. Well, those are the audio highlights from Singapore's Budget 2023, delivered on February 14. Parliament will next debate the budget And the spending plans of various ministries from February 22nd to March 6th. Thanks for listening. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa enabled devices.